If you like your snacks in the shape of Mickey, you're in the right place. This is the Mousecapades Radio Network, entertaining the space between your ears since 2015. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Sarah, and she just returned from her magical Disney World trip last Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. So we pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 695, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. So before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Text Vicki or myself, Sarah, for a free quote at 636-395-0544. So we've been talking about Sarah going on this trip for a while. You've been planning it for over a year, correct? Yes, we a long time ago I don't even remember when but we have a countdown or had a countdown in our house um, that went from 300 some days and we finally got down to zero and then we ended up leaving a day early I think I'd shared my frustration with you Vicki about um, some impending weather that happened in North Carolina we don't get a lot of snow but every few years we get a good few inches which probably doesn't sound like a lot to a good portion of the country but for a place that doesn't normally get it um, it can shut things down um, pretty nicely so we were expecting snow and they were saying it was going to be a big one and it was supposed to happen right when we were supposed to fly out at around 7:45 at night um, on friday the 21st so um, after much back and forth discussion with my husband, we decided to cancel our flight and drive. So <laughs> it changed our trip a little bit, but being able to have that flexibility, I think was good. And Delta was kind enough to offer us a credit um, for future travel. So we didn't lose the money on our flight, which was very nice. So we picked the kids up from school on Thursday and started driving. At that point, it was just pouring down rain. So we did the five-hour drive to Savannah, Georgia, in the rain on I-95. <laughs> and I had to drive because my husband was working from his cell phone, and he has a big um, Chevy Silverado truck. So I'm driving his truck down 95. Oh, no. And um, I, I don't want to even admit how many times I might have closed my eyes um, when I was going between, you know, two 18-wheelers. <laughs> um, I hate that. I know. So, um, but we made it, and it was fine, and we spent the night in a hotel, and it was sort of a fun start to our trip. I've never driven to Disney World before. All in all, it's about a nine-hour drive from where we are to Disney, which isn't bad, and a lot of people drive a lot more than that. Yes, and, us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit of an anxious flyer, so I was actually quite happy with the decision to drive. That also meant that before our trip, we made the decision to go buy some groceries to pack and take with us, and um, it also made it easier for me to pack because I wasn't limited to the suitcases that we could take on a plane. 
Correct. Um, so that made things easier. One of the other things that just, you know, from my, my travel agent perspective that we had to consider with this was we were now going to be paying to park at the resort. Right. So, and it, we were staying at a deluxe resort. So that meant, you know, $25 a night for nine nights. So, I mean, it wasn't huge and I got a, you know, I, I got some um, refunds from what we would have done for parking at the airport for that long. So it kind of all balanced out in the end, but do consider that, you know, parking fee if you are driving to Disney and staying on property. So it was a Friday morning, we left Savannah and finished the drive to um, Orlando. And it wasn't terrible. There were a few slowdowns, but it wasn't bad. And we arrived at Wilderness Lodge, and it was great. Um, still overcast and drizzly. You're going to notice a theme for our trip <laughs> um, with this weather. And the resort was great. I was very happy as we were arriving. We opted to do the um, direct-to-room check-in and bypass the front desk. So I got our room number. We had a nature view room in the resort side of the hotel, so it wasn't, you know, um, Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek, the DVC portion. We were in the hotel portion. And, um, you know, Wilderness Lodge is just beautiful. You can really take a lot of time and look around at all of the um, intricate details that, you know, went into building this resort. And I think I mentioned on previous podcasts that if you are familiar with Animal Kingdom Lodge, they share the same architect. So you'll notice a lot of similarities in how the lobbies are designed, which they're just beautiful, grand, welcoming, warm fireplaces and um, wonderful smells. And <laughs> you could just sit there all day and enjoy yourself. And lots of hidden nooks and crannies, places to hide or in my children's case, do some homework. Um, from school. Oh, stink. I know, right? Well, that, that's another story. Um, we have, we, one, one teacher, my older daughter, one teacher said, you know, go enjoy your vacation. You don't need to do anything, all of that. And then my other teacher sent um, my second grader a whole folder of work for her to do. <laughs> so it's just a difference in personalities. And it, it, it was all fine. And um, we all worked together to get the work done so it was all great but anyway so um we got there around two o'clock in the afternoon and we're able to you know go straight to our room which was really nice um the room the rooms have were refurbished recently and they were just gorgeous and our view we were on the second floor and it sort of looked over what i would call a retention pond <laughs> um and then past that you could see the the cabins Oh, cool. And um, if you looked very closely, you could see the um, water. <laughs> you could definitely hear the boats coming back and forth um, from Magic Kingdom to Wilderness Lodge. Oh, so like when the horn honked? Yes, yes. So did it wake you up? Um, no, I don't think so. But I do remember my husband making a comment about how he thought this resort was louder in general than when we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I, I don't know if the walls are thinner or, or what, but I know one night we heard people talking in the hallway and it was around 3 a.m. Oh my gosh. It was loud enough to wake us up. And I, 
I, I did a sort of a test one day. We were walking back to our room, and I was just, I kind of talked in just a soft voice. And something about that hallway, and it's carpeted, but something about that hallway, it just echoes. So I don't even think you have to talk very loudly for it to make a difference. But anyways, um, it didn't, that, that didn't really bother us at all. I mean, I expect a little bit of noise when you're staying in a hotel anyways. It just comes with staying in a hotel. Right. Um, so anyways, so originally, like I said, we were supposed to fly. So we weren't supposed to get, we didn't think originally we were going to get to the resort until 11 o'clock at night. So we were planning to make Saturday our rest day. And I never changed that plan. <laughs> so we got there at two instead and went to the pool. It was not warm. It was drizzly and chilly. I covered myself in towels. <laughs> um, and my husband and I sipped some drinks while the kids enjoyed the pool. And um, if you don't know or you haven't heard me talk about it before, they are year-round swimmers. And they swim practice at an outdoor pool, which is heated. So this was familiar territory for them. And the pool's really nice. The lifeguards were very intent on their duty. Uh, I, I don't know if it's because it's smaller than the Animal Kingdom Lodge pool, but there were at least three to four lifeguards on duty all the time. Wow. And they were just pacing around that pool. Well, that's interesting. Was one of them like the cruise director person or no? No, I didn't. We might not have been around for it, but um, I didn't notice a lot of activities by the pool this go around. And it might have been because of the weather. Maybe so. Maybe. I'll go ahead and tell you, out of our 10-day trip, two days were sunny, clear skies with wispy clouds. Every other day was waking up and like, oh, it's a dark shade of gray and drizzly or oh it's a lighter shade of gray today and still drizzly <laughs> um so the ponchos were handy lots of rain jackets and a couple nights with the hair dryer and shoes <laughs> i had always been a big fan of getting there and then doing our first night in a park because it's just sort of fun to me to get going and then um we would sprinkle a couple rest days later in the trip right um, but we took my daughter, my older daughter's suggestion, who's 10, that since we were getting in so late, it made sense to do our rest day that first day, we, our full first full day that we were there. Sure. But then we ended up driving and getting there earlier. We had Geyser Point for dinner. My husband went out and got groceries on Friday. A couple things that we didn't bring with us, like milk. Yes. Um, you know, and to just to put in the fridge. And then... Um, I did the walk-up list for Geyser Point, and it said it was going to be two hours, and they actually sent me a text, your cable is ready after like 30 minutes. Wow, that's awesome. So the problem was that I was expecting two hours, so my husband had gone to the grocery store. Oh no! He wasn't there, and he'd been gone for a little while, so I was expecting him back soon. And the, the girls had showered from the pool, and then... Um, I texted him, I was like, our table's ready, where are you? <laughs> and he was, he was he was headed back, so I said, well, I'm just gonna try it. So I went down to Geyser Point, and if you don't know, this is an outdoor restaurant, and it sits there on the lake, just a pretty outdoor setting. It was very windy that evening. Oh no. We were all bundled up sitting outside. Anyway, so I went up to um, the host, you know, said, you know, 
my husband's not here, but our table's ready. And he said, it's fine, we can go ahead and seat you as long as the majority of your party is here. And I said, well, three out of four, <laughs> we're yeah. here. So he sat us and um, we did some drink orders, you know, the me, something for me and then the kids. <laughs> the cutest thing, the server came over to the table and he said, oh, look over there, there's Thumper. And I looked and I was like, what in the world is this man pointing at? Like, I know we're at Disney, but I, like, what? And the girl's like, oh. And I said, what are we looking at? And right there was a rabbit. <laughs> Aww. Literally, I have pictures of this rabbit. We saw him a few more times on the trip. I assume it's the same one. That's funny. Within, like, two feet of us. He called him Thumper. He said he likes french fries and grapes. That's hilarious. So sure enough, the sides that my youngest ordered for her meal were french fries and grapes in hopes that she would be able to feed the rabbit. That's hilarious. Thumper never came over again, but I don't suggest feeding the wild animals. <laughs> Just not a good practice in general. But anyways, my husband eventually joined us and I was able to order for him and he got his food you know it hadn't come by the time he sat down with us so geyser point was really nice but do plan that it is outdoors so if you're going to eat there the weather is with you um it's covered but you are outdoors like i said it was really windy that evening and my girls got chilly by the end of the night so saturday morning like i said we slept in and then we wanted to ride the skyliner we never did it on our last trip so we started <sighs> a journey throughout Walt Disney World. Around lunchtime, a little before lunchtime, we uh, took a bus to Hollywood Studios, got on the Skyliner, and then rode it to Caribbean Beach. And we had lunch there at Centertown Market. Oh, nice. I mean, it was fine. It was super crowded there. Super crowded. But the food was good. It was really raining that day. I didn't realize, because I'd never done this before, but the walk from the Skyliner to this, that Centertown Market area, the hub of Caribbean Beach, is very long. Yes, it is. And it's even longer when it's raining. It was very windy and rainy. So we hung out there for a little bit while we ate our lunch. And then we got back on the Skyliner and rode it to the Riviera and walked around. It was really pretty. Yes. I've seen videos but I was expecting much more of a lobby, I guess you could say. And it was weird how there wasn't really one. <laughs> I think in my mind, I had seen the Grandestino Tower and that's what I was expecting out of the Riviera because I don't know, that's just what my mind did. But I know what you're saying. Kaylee and I went in there last October and we were like, hmm, this isn't what we thought. Yeah, it was interesting. Did you get to see all the little uh, tiles, like the pictures with the tiles, the tangled. Yeah, we, we took some pictures and those were absolutely stunning. And then the rain stopped for a little bit. So the kids went out to that, um, I don't know what you would call it, that, that sort of palm tree plaza in front of it. Yeah, it has games and stuff. Yeah, and we played chess for a little while. It's, you know, it's like the giant chess. <laughs> They had lots of cool games there. Yeah, I they, they have bocce ball and chess. Those are the two I remember seeing. And so they played for a little while. And then we got back on the Skyliner and reversed our journey, went back to the resort and did the pool thing again. <laughs> so you didn't ride it to Epcot? No. 
Because we, we couldn't get into... We didn't have any park passes that day. It was supposed to be our rest day. Right. I just mean we ride it like as a ride. So mm -hmm. we ride it to Epcot and you're not in the park. So you just get off and then you get, and back, get on. back on. And then you yeah. ride it. The girls really wanted to go back to the pool. Well, I don't blame them. Yeah. Fine. We'll get back on. Um, and that was really all we did that day. It was just Skyliner shopping and then eating some snacks but then oh, oh gosh i forgot i'm forget i'm remembering things as we go along it's okay so before we went to the pool <laughs> we went back to hollywood studios so from hollywood studios we took a bus to port orleans french quarter to get a beignet yeah did you see my picture no i didn't see your picture but i know you you like beignets like kaylee does yeah so we went and i i haven't stayed there before and I've all, we were supposed to stay there on our last family trip, but Disney released that special that allowed us to pay $300 for the week and upgrade to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Right. So that's how we ended up staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I've always intended to stay there. <laughs> and it was so pretty and it was so quiet. I was surprised at how quiet it was. Once you got out of the lobby, it was super quiet. So um, I would definitely suggest that to anyone who is considering it. Um, and the beignets were delicious. So we, we got one plate of beignets. It was three. And the girls each had one. And then my husband and I split one. So they give you three of them? That's amazing. Yeah. And they're huge. They're Mickey, Mickey shaped and covered in powdered sugar. But they were delicious. Then after that, that's when we went back to the resort <laughs> and did the pool. Because, you know, we figured this is our day. If we want to explore, we have to do it today. Sure. So Sunday is our first park day. We got up early and we rope dropped Flight of Passage. My kids are old enough now. They really understand what rope drop is. We now have this sort of secret Disney language. Okay with the family <laughs> and so obviously we took the bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge or Animal Kingdom sorry not Lodge and we get off the bus and we say <laughs> rope drop speed and the kids know that they have to walk as fast <laughs> as they can that's hilarious at Disney it's it's rather widely accepted that you are allowed to sort of catch up with your party if there's a couple of you that are behind so my husband is 6'6 six, six. Six, 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 seven. And my 10-year-old daughter is almost as tall as me. They can cover some ground. So those two will take the lead. And my 7-year-old and myself will follow behind. <laughs> and we're not slow. Right, But right. Um, we got up there. Now, this is where we ran into some problems. Every single time, every single time we went into a park, my 7-year-old... And she had the pink, sparkly magic band. She could not get through the tap styles. That's how Kaylee's was. It was awful. Um, that was part of our problem. So I would send, I would stay, I would hang out with her and my husband and my daughter, 10-year-old, I, I should just call them by their name, Claire and James, um, were able to get through. And then it, they would try, always try three times. It would turn blue, turn blue, turn blue. Right. And then they'd have to reset it, and she'd be able to get in. I never had problems. 
Claire had a silver sparkly magic band, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it. She only had one day where she had an issue, so I don't know what happened. What was your band? I had my green Adventureland magic band. So I have a black sparkly one, and but it was Kaylee's pink one that she had to get reset. I, I wonder if it has something to do with the magic band. I don't know. It's, that is pretty ironic, though. But every single time. So anyway, so we we got up pretty far in the line. And if I remember correctly, they sort of held everyone. And then we all sort of took off. And they will scan. So we did the early park entry for resor resort guests. Right. Um, and I don't see how if you are not staying on property, and if you don't do this 30 extra minute, how <laughs> you are gonna have a short wait time You're for not. anything, at least while we were there. Right, well, it was like that when we were there. Yeah, so we basically walked on to Flight of Passage, and we really liked Flight of Passage. I liked it more this time than on our last trip. Oh, wow. So we, while we were in line, we decided to buy it, <laughs> to ride it again later. Oh, fun. Because I, we, I mean, we did not do Genie Plus for Animal Kingdom this day. And it was our only day in Animal Kingdom Lodge, or Animal Kingdom. We decided to buy, to buy it and then um, just be able to ride it later. So that worked out well for us because we got to do it twice. So we went straight, we did Flight of Passage, and then we went straight from there to Navi River Journey. Then we went over and did Triceratops Spin and Dinosaur. <laughs> With, I think Dinosaur was like a five minute wait. It was still really low. Then we went and had lunch at my most favorite place, which was the Thule Canteen. <clears throat> and I cannot recommend mobile ordering highly enough. I know, right? Because, and I don't understand, <laughs> there are people standing in line waiting and we can do stuff and mobile order and then just walk in when our food is ready. Right. And they had people stationed cast members stationed outside of these places wherever you are mobile ordering mm -hmm. and they wouldn't let you go in until you got it yeah and it, i think it really helped us be able to find a table to sit no we agree that we had the same thing because you can't go in and just hang out at a table um if you're not getting food <laughs> which is kind of a good thing and honestly i think it made me appreciate that much more because i remember how hard we would have to try to search for a table mm -hmm. in the past. But the food was delicious. If you haven't tried it before, I, I really recommend it. Did you guys get the cheeseburger pods? My daughter, my youngest did, Alice. I, I did a bowl with the beef. Okay. And my husband did one with chicken. And then I honestly cannot remember what Claire got, but she got Just something and she pods. ate it. No, she did not get a cheeseburger pot. Um, but Alice ate some of it, but she wasn't too keen on it. She wasn't keen on the cheeseburger the pod? The cheeseburger pod, yeah. Oh, wow. Because we talked to Brad and Joey, and they weren't, they weren't unhappy, but we talked them into doing what Kaylee and I did when we went and split because we both were like, ooh, shrimp noodles, that sounds good. Ooh, the, but we want to try the cheeseburger pod. So one of us got one, one of us got the other, and we just split. Um, but they both said it was nothing against the shrimp noodles, but next time, just getting the cheeseburger pods. Yeah, it might just be, you know, she's seven, and they're weird about food. Right, you know. true. Um, but it was really good. And then we did our our paid way on to Flight of Passage after that. <laughs> and so it was just as fun. Then we waited for a long time, or what felt like a long time, for the safari. Oh, really? Yes. It was probably a good 45-minute wait. Wow. 
but the animals were out. That's good. The lion was standing on Pride Rock, looking like he wanted to eat all of us. So he didn't look like an animatronic? <laughs> yeah. It turned out the baby white rhino was basically in his line of sight. Oh my so gosh. So he was kind of in hunter mode, I guess. But I will say halfway, so this was not fun, halfway through, although we all went to the bathroom after we ate, about halfway through that safari queue, Alice says she has to go to the bathroom. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> so I don't ha know how many times I said, excuse me. This is when I wish I had boys instead of girls because it would be my husband having to take them to the bathroom. But I have two girls, so mom's got to take them. And so we excused me our way out of the line. And there was a nice, very nice cast member. I said, where is the closest restroom? And I kind of knew where it was, but I kind of wanted her to know <laughs> we were, we're going to the back. bathroom yeah. and we're coming back. And I said, is that okay? Will we be able to get back in? And she's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you back in. So we went, she did her business and we went back and we excused me our way. Back up, yeah. yeah. Luckily, you know how the lines, they all do the switchbacks, right? Right. So luckily they had switched back towards us. <laughs> so we had a shorter way to get in. So I called my husband and said, you know, where are you in line? He said, we're right past the building and um, that you walk through. And we were able to meet them and it wasn't as bad getting back. But ugh, it feels so horrible when you're like, excuse me, we just need to get past. But anybody that has a child. I know. I felt that was better than some people were getting out of line to go get food. To me, I'm like, you can just wait. I'm sorry. This is nonsense. Yeah, that's different. But anybody who has kids or knows kids, that's just normal. It just happens. But we did a safari. Like I said, it was really good. Then we took the train to Rafiki's Planet Watch, petted some goats, looked around in there. I hadn't done that before. It was interesting. And then we got back on the train. Then we did Kite Tail. Yay. And which one did you see? It was Jungle Book. I was surprised at how short Oh, I know. It it's kind of sad. <laughs> I almost liked the um the cast members that came out into the audience into the audience i liked them better than the jet skis and the kites i mean and i looked at my husband because i mean he does he does not listen to the podcast okay um so he hasn't he hasn't heard me talk about this <laughs> if he can just give us ratings anyway that'd be good i know so he, i said well what do you think and he, he was kind of like uh, uh. <laughs> like <laughs> His reaction was pretty much what I thought. The kids, I think, enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the music because it was music from the Jungle Book. Right. Which was fun. But, I, like, Disney, I, I think we can do a little better. <laughs> right. You know? But I did like the interactive because it reminded me a lot of Finding Nemo. Mm. When yeah. they used to come into the audience and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, we've done it. I don't know if we'll do it again. So then we got to go to Animal Kingdom Lodge. After that, it was Yay. late enough. We headed over to Animal Kingdom Lodge for dinner at Boma. Which is amazing. Yes. It was, it, we've done that before. We've done breakfast and dinner and it was great. It was delicious. Everybody had their fill. It was very good. I would say an overwhelming theme of our trip, the cast members at the restaurant that we dined at were amazing. Right. They were so good. 
more so than any other trip we've been on. And this didn't happen at Boma because it's a buffet. But my, like I said, my, my oldest daughter is 10. So she's an adult in the Disney world. Well, every other restaurant we went to, we'd say, can we please have a kid's menu for her? She's right. not going to want the things on the adult side of the menu. She's 10. It's just, it's not going to happen. And every single time, oh yeah, absolutely. And they didn't charge us adult prices. It was, you know, they charged us kid prices and she was able to order off the kid menu. So that was really awesome. But at Boma, it didn't matter. Like I said, it was a buffet. Right. So then I was on a mission to get an Animal Kingdom Lodge Turvis Tumbler. Okay. Every resort has their own tumbler. So I got the one, I don't know if you can see it. I know anybody listening can't see it, but I got the one from Wilderness Lodge. Oh, I love it with Mickey. Yeah, yeah, kind of reflecting. Very cute. But out of every resort we went to and visited, Animal Kingdom Lodge is out of stock. Of course, because <laughs> you wanted it. So we'll get into this in a little bit, but they didn't have it. I talked to a cast member and she said, you can check back. We get a shipment in on Tuesday. We don't know what we're getting, but it could be in that shipment. So I said, okay, thank you for the information. And then we took a bus to Magic Kingdom and then a bus back to Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> That's always the tricky part is figuring out how to get home if you're not going from a park to your resort. It wasn't so bad getting places from Wilderness Lodge, but I felt like we didn't have a great level of return bus service from many of the parks. I felt like we had to wait a long time to the point where I swear one time I counted three different Sarasota Springs buses come before a Wilderness Lodge bus would come. It's possible. And then it was enough to where everyone standing in line for a bus would cheer when a bus arrived for us. <laughs> like, that's saying something, right? Yeah, that is. Yes, it is. And it became a game watching the buses round, like, come around. Does it say Wilderness Lodge? And at one point, a bus pulled up to an empty, um, I don't know what you call it, but a, a spot where a gate, I don't know, where a bus, where no resort was listed. Right. And it's like they were just going to hang out. And they said, the bus driver came out and said, how long have you been waiting? And he said, y'all just all come get on our on this bus and I'll take you to Wilderness Lodge. Which is what should always happen. Because I've <laughs> seen that happen before, like where they had back to back from one resort. And here we are standing waiting for mm -hmm. our bus. And so, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on. It wasn't terrible, but it was enough that it's making me talk about it. Right. Sure. So, I mean, it, like I said, it wasn't terrible. We, we finally got back home, and that worked out well. Slept in, getting ready for rope dropping at Epcot the next day. And what time did it open for you guys? I wanted, it was 8.30 was when we were... So you didn't really sleep in? <laughs> no. We didn't sleep in again until a couple days. <laughs> um, so we decided as a family, it's kind of fun with the kids getting older because we're making the decisions with them now as opposed to just deciding for them. Yeah, and it's kind of fun because, you know, it's just a family decision. Sure. So the family decided we were going to rope drop and we did Remy's. Oh, okay. I will remember this walk. 
for a very long time. So you walk from the front. Yeah. Okay, so you, I would have taken a bus to Hollywood Studios and took a boat. <laughs> we probably should have done that. Because that walk. In hindsight, <laughs> I will say, though, we were, okay, if you don't know, the buses leave about an hour before park opening. So check with the front desk at your resort. They'll tell you about when they're supposed to come. Get there before they say they're going to come. And we, every time we rope dropped, we were on the first bus that left Wilderness Lodge to go to whichever park we were going to. Well, that's good. Yes. So when we got there, again, Alice couldn't get in the park. Oh, no. Yeah. they, They went ahead and we were able to catch up with them. We were in the second row of people behind the rope, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. So, and that was a fun rope drop. The cast member holding everyone back asked us trivia questions. Right. And we saw some people had gotten married and they were, I don't know where they did their reception, but we saw the bride walk by. Oh, that's fun. And one of the guys <laughs> shouted from the wedding party to all of us standing there. Cause you know how many people are standing there, right? right. And he's like, you think you've got a bad, I was up at 3 a.m. <laughs> Because I don't know how early they had to do, you know, how you have to do a wedding. Um, So anyways, so they walked us up a little ways when it was time. And then they released everyone. I am so proud of my family. We did it. We walked the, the rest of the way into, you know, up to World Showcase and made it all the way around. We were past everyone in our group. And we're the first people from our group in line. And we really did walk onto Remy's. And holy moly, I love that ride. It was so good. Um, It was fun. It had all the sorts of imagineering stuff that you like where, you know, you're getting shrunk down to the size of a rat and you feel the story. You smell the bread. That, That was the best part. Right. Smelling the bread. Fresh baked bread. I don't even know how, how do you make that smell? Like I imagine someone like behind the scenes making bread because that's what it, that's what it smells like. I don't know, but that's how they pump the stuff out of the bakery and stuff on Main Street. And then when the mop shoes you, you get splashed with water. Right. It was so good. And then I just love the France Pavilion. Yeah. So do we. We did Remy's, and I think by the time we got out of the line, it was over a 100-minute wait already. Oh, my gosh. I bet. But um, if you're not going in at International Gateway, make sure you have some good walking shoes. Make sure you have some wheel- heelys. <laughs> yeah. But we made friends with the people behind us, and they were cute. They were young, um, young, maybe like 20-something, but they... It was a a good group of them, and two of them were young, pregnant mother, you know, mothers-to-be. Aw. And um, holy moly, they could move and be (laughs) impregnant. I was was proud of them. (laughs) They walked with us, and I I was proud of them. So then we got through the ride pretty much at the same time, and then Test Track was down. Oh. This was a big theme for this day. And this also, this was our, the one Epcot, um nice weather day okay cold but nice um and when i say cold i'm talking upper 40s low 50s we were watching the temperature and i'm like i'm not sure this is what sarah ordered 
no, but it's okay. Alice kept telling us, can we change our month that we go to Disney? <laughs> anyway, that was an interesting conversation. So we hoofed it over to um, Frozen, which is fun. I'm over it now. Like, I don't think <laughs> I need to ride that ride again. But we had probably a 30-minute wait by the time we got over there. But yeah, Test Track was closed for most of the day. So we didn't get a chance to ride Test Track. And the last two years ago, when we were there in January, it was closed for refurbishment. Oh, stink. And the, the two years before that, the kids were too little, and we weren't doing rides like that. So I was really, I was mad that we didn't get to ride Test Track. So we went and did um, Soarin', and it wasn't a very long wait, but I love Soarin'. Yes, I could ride it over and over. Yes. And we did Living with the Land, and then um, Test Track was still closed. And at this point, I said, well, let's just kind of hang out by it for a little bit and see if it reopens. Because <clears throat> I heard them start to um, run the cars, I guess. So I thought, ooh, that maybe that's a good sign that it's going to reopen soon. So I said I was going to wait there because the other three of my family wanted to go do Mission Space. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> like... I'm a little claustrophobic, so it, it's just, it's not happening. So they, I told them, I said, you've never done this before. Do green and see how it goes. So they went and did green and they come back and um, they loved it. I thought you were going to say, and they were green. <laughs> no, but so then Al Alice wanted to hang out. She wanted to get a snack and just hang out with me. Good deal. We sat and people watched and I got a great picture of the monorail coming overhead awesome like good daughter mommy time and i did her hair i like braided her hair while we were sitting there it was great pretzel awesome james and claire wanted to go back and do orange so <laughs> they did that they came back mission space orange is now my 10 year old's favorite ride at disney world are you kidding this is not my child like <laughs> so i will say that um we visited Epcot another day, and she had to do it again. That's fun. And my husband went with her, and he said that time he almost passed out. So she may have to go by herself like Joey and make friends. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he wouldn't do it again after that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Anyways, so um, later on, so we didn't get to do a lot of World Showcase. We spent most of our day over we did the like the seas with Nemo and friends and looked around all the aquarium stuff and we did spaceship earth and we kind of hung out over there most of the day but then we went back to world showcase for dinner and we had dinner at Hacienda de San Angel um in the Mexico pavilion and it was great <clears throat> they might have been a little short staffed our server was really good and he knew that we'd waited a little while after we sat down so he brought us they bring you chips and salsa. Okay. But he brought us complimentary guacamole. Yum. Which was so good. I highly recommend it. The salsa was eh. The guacamole was awesome. And then everyone's food was very good. I had um, the alambre de, de res. And it's like meat and cheese and peppers. And they brought fresh tortillas. And um, oh my gosh, it was delicious. And I... I couldn't eat all of it, and it made me sad because I, could, I couldn't really take it home with me <laughs> um, because I do not have a microwave in my room. Oh, I thought you guys did for some reason. No, we had a fridge, but we didn't have a microwave. Sadly, it had to stay. 
but it was so good and the server was so nice and that was our first experience with you know she just turned 10 he said he actually thanked us for being honest with him and said it's absolutely fine i'm flexible and he brought her a kids menu that's nice so it was really nice um and that worked out well and that's pretty much all we did for epcot we went home after that i my husband kept asking do you want to stay and watch harmonious and i was just tired we did that too we we had been there since like you did since rope drop Mm -hmm. and i can't i'm trying to think how many days we had left Oh, that was only day two. And I just want to make sure that my mom made it through all five days <laughs> of being at the parks. Yeah, I was just, I, I was like, I, we're um, going to Hollywood Studios tomorrow. And I was like, I just can't because we're, we're going to rope drop Hollywood Studios too. Right. And by the time you get back and everyone rotates through the showers, uh, it wasn't going to happen. So spoiler, we did Hollywood Studios on Tuesday. <laughs> we did not do Genie Plus. <clears throat> it was a gross day. It was rainy, and it was more than misty drizzle. It was more like rain. And that's what my client said. The lines were terrible at Hollywood Studios. For real? Awful. It was so crowded. That's crazy. I think everyone at Disney World was at Hollywood Studios because I looked at the times, and everything at Magic Kingdom was a walk-on. Right, that's what she said. And I think this is why. So, originally, Tuesday was supposed that Magic Kingdom closed early. It closed at 4.30 that day because there was supposed to be a cast member event that evening. Right, because my other clients were at Magic Kingdom, too. Yes. If that is ever the case when you are going, please go to Magic Kingdom that day because other people apparently don't go. And if you are there at Rope Drop and spend the whole day, I think you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Especially if you have more than one day at the park. So I was very, I was, I was kind of down in the dumps that day, honestly, in terms of Disney. Because it was raining and there were long lines for everything. So we rope dropped Slinky Dog and then we were under one of those umbrellas and immediately had to put our ponchos on. And we rode Slinky Dog in the rain, which was fine. We had a good time. And then we went right over to Toy Story Midway Mania. Then we went straight over to the Millennium Falcon because one, because the line wasn't terrible. It, I think it was up to 40 minutes by then. But for that ride is not bad. <clears throat> no. I mean, we basically walked on to Slinky Dog and then did Toy Story Midway Mania. So the park hadn't been open for very long. I think we were still within that 30 minute, you know, resort guest time period when we got in line for Millennium Falcon. And we, that day we bought our way onto Rise. Um, so we, after that, we kind of just walked around. My daughter was in search of a, um, she wanted to get a Stitch lounge fly bag. So every store, we walked into it. We could never find a Stitch one at Hollywood Studios. So she opted for the Baby Yoda lounge fly, which is so stinking cute. It's sort of a like tweedy looking tan material. And then it looks like he's sitting in the bag. Yes, I saw that one. Okay. And then his ears yeah. move. You can move them. So she got this bag. And for the rest of the trip, my youngest, Alice and I, would walk behind her and boop Baby Yoda on the nose. <laughs> because you could not do it. Now, this is a cute thing. So you get ride pictures, right? Right. And you sit your bag when you go on a ride, you sit your bag in your lap. In your lap. So it looked like Baby Yoda. So we, yeah, we have a picture from Haunted Mansion 
at the end of Haunted Mansion when the ghosts are sitting on you and everything. Yeah. And it looks like Baby Yoda is on the ride with us. That's super cute. It was really cute. So I highly recommend the Baby Yoda bag. After that point, it was kind of fun because she would carry the snacks and water in her lounge fly. And then I had my backpack, which was basically the holder of extra jackets and ponchos. (laughs) Um, And some more water. It was really cute. And she was not disappointed later on when we did see a Stitch lounge fly but it had angel on it too. Oh, okay. And it had a lot of pink and she is not a very- Yeah, she said she's not the pink girl. She's not very pinky girly type. She's like the blue girl. Yeah, she was happy with her purchase and we were so worried that she was gonna see that bag and think I should have gotten that one, but it was okay. So like I said, most of that day we were searching for a lounge fly bag in the rain. We we went to do Indiana Jones because we figured it's covered. Apparently, there is a rain version of Indiana Jones. I was so disappointed. (laughs) It lasted about 15 minutes. The ball didn't roll down. What? Yes. They didn't do any of the things where they climbed on buildings because they were soaked. The plane didn't come around. What? Why does that matter in the rain? I I don't know, but it was, uh, I guess it was the rain. It was the rain version. It was like the rainy day cavalcade. This was Indiana Jones rain version. So you had a rainy day cavalcade? We had rainy day everything. (laughs) (laughs) We had rainy day everything. (laughs) But yes, we did see a rainy day cavalcade. Okay. At at Magic Kingdom. But Hollywood Studios, we had rainy day Indiana Jones. So after that, everyone was done. And I was kind of sad because I was like, there's 10 minute waits for everything at Magic Kingdom. And then... There's like hour waits for everything at Hollywood Studios. So we just kind of all threw our hands up in the air and went back to the resort. Sort of. <laughs> so, Via. I, yes. So my husband said, y'all can go. The girls were done. They were done, done. He said, I'm going to wait or I'm going to stay here. He wanted to ride Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. So he was willing to wait the 50 odd minutes to ride Tower of Terror. Well, Tower of Terror went down. Oh no. So he went on Rock and Roller Coaster and then went on Tower of Terror. So that was his journey. Well, good. Meanwhile, I wanted to, this was Tuesday, the day that the stock came in to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Right. So I said, Girl, are you willing to take the bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge? And they said, Yeah, mommy, anything for you. Right? Okay. So we got on the bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge from Hollywood Studios. No cut. I'm sorry. I know. Was there anything good, though, in that stock? I didn't see anything different that wasn't there the day before. So I I didn't, like I said, we were kind of done. So we took the bus to Magic Kingdom and again, bus to Wilderness Wilderness Lodge. They're such good sports. So then the rain had slacked off a little bit. They wanted to go back to the pool. Of course they did. (laughs) In the cold and the rain. This was the time that... James came back and then I put some laundry in while we were hanging out by the pool. Because that's your favorite thing. It's my favorite thing to do while the kids are swimming is laundry. Um, and I had my, you know, the Laundry View website on my phone. That's so awesome. I can see when it's done. Yeah, it was great. And then we were leaving the pool 
to go get showered and everything. And Alice says, oh my gosh, you know, look, Mom, look. And I turn around. A lifeguard had jumped in the pool to get a kid. And I don't really know. I didn't see the before, but I think the kid had gone down the slide and went down into the water. And it was a little kid. The lifeguard jumped in. And, you know, it's cold outside. Yeah. So they have on the, their, like, lifeguard jackets and the sh- fully, sh- like, they're fully clothed as far as I can tell. Right. Shoes, everything. everything. That lifeguard had jumped in the water and grabbed that kid. And then the mom came over. It looked like she was in the water at the time. And I don't know if the kid had gotten away from her or what, but Lordy, she was yelling at that child. Well, she probably needed to. Yeah. I don't know what the kid did, but um, yes. So I've never seen that before. I've never seen a lifeguard. I've never seen a lifeguard save anyone. And I don't think there was even much saving happening. Right. But the lifeguard jumped in the pool. So it was, it was fun to see. I feel bad for the kid. Ooh, because Mama was yelling. What did you guys do for dinner? What did we do for dinner? I think we just had Geyser Point that night. Or not Geyser Point, um, Roaring Fork, the quick service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing the first part of your Disney trip. It's been exciting, and I've had fun listening and hearing. Just, It's so fun because I know you personally. I mean, I love doing it with the clients, too, but I, I know you personally, and I feel like I know the girls and your husband, and so mm-hmm. it makes it makes listening that much more fun. So... A few final reminders before we sign off. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text Sarah or me, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. You can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mouse Caves Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mouse Caves Podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Thank you.